Hi, Arlo. Check, check, check. One, two, three. One, two, three, follow. Welcome to the Muggle T.O. Football Show. My name is Miles. Yo, I'm Kirk. <laughs> On a Thursday. A Thursday. Yeah. The Eagles defeat the Minnesota Vikings 34 to 28 on Amazon Prime. Yes. Great score. Like, didn't feel like didn't feel that close, but it was an entertaining game nonetheless. It was like, a lot happened. Yeah. Ton of turnovers. Yep. Just all over the place. Ball was on the ground. <laughs> I mean, and the Vikings stuck with it. It just yep. felt like they weren't gonna win the whole time, but they just kind of stuck around. If the Vikings didn't fumble so much in the first half maybe they do win this game they had that that madison fumble early on yeah. they had the punt return fumble it's actually a good punt return yeah. and they and that was fumbled to the back end to back like that was possession possession yeah and boom, then boom. boom then of course justin jefferson fumbles uh, out of the end zone the worst rule in football so let me let me give my proposal on how to solve this because it, it, it happened to the seahawks one time and that really got my goat. But yeah. every team knows the bad feeling of your guy reaches for the pylon. If he fumbled it before the pylon, you get the ball at the one. If he fumbled it into the end zone, you don't even get the ball back at all. And the other team gets to go to the 20-yard line. Yeah, just like that. Boom. It's so harsh. I mean, it's such a hard rule to like contain. Yeah. So my proposal is this. Possession does not change. It's basically a reverse touchback. So in this case, Justin Jefferson fumbles it out. They review it. They say, oh, he did fumble in the end zone. So you don't get the ball at the one-yard line. You go to the 20-yard line with 20 yards to go. But you keep the ball. But you keep the ball. Okay. No other fumble going out of bounds results in change of possession. So that's kind of my... Yeah. And I haven't really heard a proposal like that. Because to me, like you still have to be punished... For fumbling it into the end zone. You must be punished, yes. Yeah, you can't just get the ball back at the one. Like, yeah. you know, that's like ridiculous. Yeah, that would be because everybody would just be they'd be throwing the ball into the end zone trying to reach for it. Well, how about this? A you do get the ball back at the one, but the player who fumbled it out of the bound out of bounds is ejected for the game. <laughs> NFL owners are or, not happy about that. Or just killed. Just right. <laughs> guillotine on both sides of the There's field. There's a guillotine <laughs> on each side. It's in the blue tent. They understand. They take him into the red tent where the <laughs> player is. I got a red tent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, so the third quarter was crazy, too. We had the deep ball to Devonta Smith. Uh, boom. Deep ball to the rookie Jordan Addison. He's got yep. two touchdowns in two weeks. Yeah. Let's we, go Addison. We talked about him on our preview, uh, our, or no, our draft review. Yeah. Not the preview. Uh, where we really loved Addison. We could not understand why the Chargers didn't draft Addison. Oh, yeah. And we're looking good right now. Oh, yeah. And that was a great play. Kirk Cousins went through his reads. Addison ran a good route, went deep, and, and hauled it in, broke that tackle, got in. Yeah. I mean, he looks smart. He and looks good. A Kirk has got to talk up a Kirk here. And that you're you're right. Cousins really made a great play on that. Yeah. It wasn't his fault they lost in primetime today. <laughs> Just believe me that. Yeah. I mean, like, everybody else was fumbling the ball. It wasn't his fault. And it wasn't the deep defense's fault either minnesota's defense played well today yeah yeah they held their own they held the hurts into check yeah it's, they, w- it's weird that we're talking about the vikings so much the eagles won i know right <laughs> but jalen hurts he, he's sleepy out there 
Yeah. He's we, just, were, we were saying that first half. He looks slow and indecisive a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that was just part of the game plan or the way the, the Vikings were playing him mm-hmm. in particular, but they were basically like, I would dare you to run the ball with Swift yep. and beat us that way. And, and eventually they did. They did. <laughs> it took them a while. First quarter, they did not fall into that. Yeah. Like, it took them a while. And you can always... I mean, we we are an expert film watchers. We're watching on broadcast view, so we don't even see the secondary. But it did seem like the QB spy was working really well. Yeah. And that when the Eagles committed to a run downhill, DeAndre Swift, yep. that changed just, things. Just that, you know, and it wasn't even like a read option play at that point. Because I know Hertz tried to keep it one time early in the first quarter, yep. and he just fell like very awkwardly. Yeah. And they're just like hand the ball off. Again yep. and again, six yards of carry for Swift. I mean, just kept yeah. going and going and going. I mean, that Eagles offensive line, obviously they dominated time of possession, and eventually that paid dividends in the, uh, I believe that was the fourth quarter, after the Vikings had gotten it back to within a score. Oh, yeah. Made a little game there in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was, it was um, 27-21. Yeah. Then, yeah. But DeAndre Smith, or Swift, on his 24th carry, goes 43 yards. Yep. And then on his 25th carry, punches in for a touchdown so they were they handed off a lot to deandre swift today oh yeah they just pounded that rock because that's what they were giving them yeah and they finally took it and we had thought maybe this was the first number zero to score in nfl history but yep. it wasn't that was calvin ridley last week yep and calvin ridley put a prop bet on it <laughs> <laughs> too soon oh, too soon, too soon. <laughs> an nfl investigation has begun <laughs> What do you think about the num- the players wearing number zero? Yeah, that- I, I like it. I mean, it's, I, I don't notice it being a, a huge difference. Yeah. You know, I mean. I'd- Some good players. DeAndre Swift, yeah. uh, Calvin Ridley, uh, Ravens linebacker Roquan Smith. Yeah. Panthers, Ed Rusher, Brian Burns. The- some of the big names. This wasn't as big of a, a, a shift for me as the players being able to wear single digits. Oh, yeah. You know, wearing the seven as a linebacker, which yeah. is like that. That transition took me a little bit. But the zero, it kind of, it blends in. It's kind of nice. Yeah. You know, I like it. So the Eagles are 2-0. and oh. Doesn't two, it feel muted though? Yeah, two and zero, oh, but not like not a sexy two and zero. Oh. Yeah, because the you know? Patriots kind of had the game. They had many chances to win the game. Oh yeah, in the opener as well. Yeah, and this one they just kind of let the Vikings stick around. They just had to ground and pound the whole game. Like it just wasn't like uh, it wasn't like this explosiveness. Nothing to really yeah. get excited about. But I think you and I have been through enough NFL to know that ultimately how these teams are in week two is irrelevant to how they're going to be. Oh yeah. So I think the Eagles can now get it going. they will be a totally different team in, in uh, uh, I'm sorry, in, in December, oh, January, yeah. they will be a completely different team and they got this win. Yeah. Two and Oh, when you're not even playing that well, mm-hmm. that's a nice place to be. I yep. mean, a lot of teams would like that. <laughs> exactly. The Vikings Oh, and two, cause they lost to the Buccaneers People are going to bring up the stats. 0-2, team doesn't make the playoffs that often, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. first of all, they're not calibrating for the fact that there's now a seventh seed. And second, the thing that team – this drives me nuts about that stat. 75% of teams that go 0-2 don't make the playoffs. It's like, well, a lot of them just suck in the first place. Oh, yeah. They're all in that number. There's a lot like, of teams that the, end up with the first pick in the draft. Yeah. They went 0-2. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're in that pool. What you would what you would have to do to really get, like, there's not, like, a mathematical thing that is happening. There's a correlation that all the bad teams tend to go 0-2, so they're in that number. Yeah. A good team going 0-2, which I think the Vikings are. 
I, I, I thought they played well today. They looked fine to me. They should have yeah. won this game. I, I came into the game saying they're going to get blown out. Okay, so you're, but, you're not worried about them? I think they're kind of just, I mean, 0-2 in one-score games. Last year they went 11-0, and so it's a little just a regression. But honestly, I think this just kind of heats them up a little bit. Yeah. They're just like, hey, we got to go out and dominate. We and they're not division division games. They didn't lose to the Packers, the Lions, or the Bears here. You know, yeah, they lost they, to the Eagles on Thursday Night Football. That's a good loss. Great point. They you still know. got all their divisional games yeah. to go. They're okay. They could still, you know, they can be two and two at the end of September, and it's perfect. That's fine. Well, we shall see it. Uh, you hear it here first, everybody. No game in September matters at all. <laughs> Ooh, this is timing up perfectly here. Do my, do my intro. All right. Coming up here. Muckle Teo Football Show. The show is football everything. NFL history, legacy, ups and downs of a season. We got shows Thursday after Thursday Night Football, Sunday after Sunday Night Football, and Monday after Monday Night Football. Muckle to a football show is brought to you by the Tom Brady couch cushions. <laughs> Watching Sunday football at home for the first time since the early 90s, Tom Brady and his team have already identified a better way to sit and watch. Put your butt in the TB12 couch cushions, <laughs> specially designed by seven times Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, it's nice to have Tom oh, as a yeah. sponsor. That's nice. It's nice, and he's finally doing something, you know, for the for the rest of us. I've been having like little ads on each one, yeah. just random I, things. I love that. That's I had per- the perfect uh, kind of product too. I bet he steals that from you. He should. <laughs> I had uh, Matt Stafford's magical beans last oh, time, yeah. <laughs> and I had uh, Hayden Hurst's memorabilia disposal service <laughs> do you have a football touchdown from the first overall pick in his first ever game Hayden Hurst and his team <laughs> will hawk that ball into a hostile away team crowd right? <laughs> deep as you can into that like, be a little more aware man <laughs> alright we're going to review three uh-huh. games we're going to do Kansas City at Jacksonville Baltimore at Cincinnati Miami at New England through the over under and pick them here uh, but first my opening question, and I forgot to tell you about this. Oh, yeah. The opening question, Aaron Rodgers, oh. injured for the year, yep. torn Achilles. I haven't had a chance to talk about this since it was confirmed. Is this the most tragic week one injury of all time? It's got to be. It's got to be. Just, just the hype. Yeah. What was I mean, your what was your experience watching it? What were you watching it live? Yeah, yeah. I, I popped in. I mean, I probably I and mean, the, the Bills had the ball first. Yeah. So I like I popped in right when the Jets got the ball. Okay. So I was like, okay, good. I made it for the the first possession for the Jets, right? And then just you know, incompletion, a couple runs, and then you know, there it was. It yeah. didn't it didn't even look like anything super serious, but mm-hmm. it's just all the hype. Yeah. And just the fact that he's been a lifeline, life, lifelong Packer, mm-hmm. finally goes to the Jets. He's like, I'm going to win a Super Bowl. And he doesn't even make it through like four minutes in the game. Four yeah. plays. Four plays. Four plays. That's it. He hasn't even completed a, a pass. He's 0 for 1. <laughs> and everything that the Jets did from there. Brees Hall, yep. perfectly fine running back, looking great. Yep. Their defense just absolute superstars on every oh, level. It just so, all adds to it. And then they so, win. Yeah, and they and they win. They win with all of that. And it's like, man, it's just so disappointing to know what this team could have been. Yeah. And I already know it. Like, Zach Wilson's not going to take him to the promised land. No, it's, he's it's just not. stupid. But All right. If you say Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan out of retirement, or Phillip Rivers out of retirement, what would you do? 
What would you do for the Jets? Man, honestly, I mean, I might actually just trade for somebody in the league. Like um, a Minshew or something like Yeah, like a Minshew, Andy Dalton. I mean, mm-hmm. uh Jameis Winston. I mean, just yeah. some you know, somebody that's a, a back a clearly a backup quarterback. Trey Lance. Lance. Go after him. I mean, uh I mean I might pick somebody that's already in the league. Going for mm-hmm. Phillip and Matt, that they're old, they're yeah. pocket passers. I don't think they got the same Aaron Rodgers ness to them. Yeah. But yeah, I think you'd have to go in league. And just give up a fourth, fifth rounder for some backup yeah. quarterback. That's okay with me. And I think those <clears throat> those backup quarterbacks, like you're saying, Winston, Dalton, Minshew, they should very much want to go there. Oh, Because yeah. this roster is ready to contend. And you can yeah. be kind of mediocre and go a long way. Yeah. They can Trent Dilfer you. They can get it's the Trent Dilfer line. They they need just just a Dilfer. I can see, like, you know, classic Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. you know. I could see him jumping in yeah. there. He's a classic back quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Zach Wilson is Tony Banks. Yep. He's too bad. He's actually damaging the the, the legendary Ravens defense. Dilfer is bad, but not as bad, and it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I keep hearing people, people compare that. Like, you got a, a championship-caliber defense. Mm-hmm. All you all you need is a a, a game manager, and I'm like, yeah. that's not Zach Wilson. Did yeah. you watch the rest of the game? The guy threw the ball down the field like maybe yeah. three times, ten yards down the field. Yeah. That's Zach it. Wilson. I mean, he he's not an NFL quarterback. Yeah. He, I mean, he threw an point. interception that Garrett Wilson caught. I mean, that was <laughs> that's touchdown. what that yeah. was. So I don't know. Like, I, I think they need to go get somebody. Uh, They'll probably just let go Wilson get his butt kicked for a little bit and then go do it. Yep. Yeah. Well, it. All of that combines to just put I even I'm not a Jets fan, it just puts a pit in my stomach. I know. So Tom Brady was injured in week one, two thousand eight. Yeah. Al Michaels brought that up. That was definitely not as tragic. First of all, because oh, yeah. he, he was still pretty young. They just had like an undefeated season where yeah, they went eighteen one. Yeah. And then but then that wasn't that nearly like this. No. Uh Steve Smith, Panthers receiver, got hurt in two thousand four, week one. That did suck. Steve Smith was like Tearing up the league in 03, Panthers hopes were lost. Shout out to the 1984 Seahawks, Kurt Warner. Oh, injured yeah. week one. Yeah. Kurt Warner with the C. Non Seahawks fans, and I mean, we weren't even alive when this happened. But oh, yeah, but you hear about you it. You hear about it. Kurt Warner was going to be just as good as Eric Dickerson. Yeah. Just as good. He was the guy. As, as Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders. He would have been right there, and he got hurt, just brutally hurt. And, yep. of course, the Grandpa Butch story. This is called the Muckleteal Football Show, after all. Oh, yeah. The first ever episode was about Grandma Shirley. <laughs> but the Grandpa Butch story that he was camping while while they got hurt while listening yeah. to the radio kurt warner got hurt he drove from the campsite <laughs> into town called his fantasy football commissioner that's right that's how long we've been playing fantasy football oh yeah and had to drop kurt warner and pick somebody up had to go to the local bar local get a get, bar. A, get a pay phone you know? <laughs> in 1984 love that story oh that's good and then there were the colts of course too which don't really count they had the luck and manning things yeah. but they weren't week one injuries but, yeah but. so yeah i mean i think this is the most this is like the suckiest thing Thing to ever happen to a fan base and in just, week one and much quicker than anybody else got hurt four plays yeah. four plays i mean we hadn't even gotten through five minutes in the first quarter just baffling oh well sorry jets fans but i gotta give it to rogers he took it like a man mm-hmm. 
I mean, did you see uh, Mac Jones when he sprained his ankle last year? He's yeah. Crying like a baby coming off the field. This guy <laughs> tore his Achilles and just 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 hopped off the field, you know, just yeah. hopped to the locker room. He just, you know, just took it like a man. It was great. You do not like people on NFL football fields crying. Was that on the podcast you were yelling about Nick Sirianni crying at the I National Anthem? I don't think I've said that oh. yet, but that's just the only reason I don't like Nick Sirianni is because he was crying during Stapleton's, uh, you know, uh, National Anthem yeah. there. You don't cry in football. There's no crying in in football, the yeah. old uh, Tom Hanks line from uh, <laughs> that one uh, league of their own. Yeah, 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 you know. But yeah, you don't cry. In, you don't show the other team your weakness. You well, don't. You don't do that. Don't do Sirianni, that, Sirianni man. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, maybe maybe the Whitney Houston national anthem, but not the Stapleton national anthem. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, get yourself together. God, I know that's one of the reasons people had hope too. It's because Rogers was able to hop off. You know, thinking maybe it was okay. Yeah, but he knew right away. He, he, he did. You knew it. I mean, he knew it. All right, Ugh. let's get to the three games. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Uh, a week they haven't played so long ago. They played in the divisional round in January. That's the game that Pat Mahomes got hurt. Yep. Chad Henney had that big second quarter drive. That was Isaiah Pacheco's big game. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence wasn't great. 217 yeah. yards, one touchdown, one interception. But the consensus was after the game. The Jaguars, they're just lucky to be here. Yeah. Happy to even be here. They made it to the divisional round. Yeah. Like, nobody thought they were going to do that, yeah. especially mid-season last yeah. year. And they didn't lose 49-0, to zero, you know? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Job well done by yeah. the Jaguars. Now it's week two of the next season. Do you expect anything to have changed? Um... I just think the the swagger's there a little bit more for the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> they might be just a little, over a little overconfident. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just pronouncing Lawrence will take the step yeah. in his third season here. I mean, I don't know. I watched that Colts game. Or was they play the Colts? Right, play the Colts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't look that great. Mm-mm. I mean, the- he was pounding the ball to Ridley. That was fine. But like you know, just yeah. they didn't really like just take control of that game. They didn't. The I mean, their offensive line got blown up by the Colts' defensive line. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. So they didn't really show me anything, like, fantastic, but there was also a week one on the week road. One. I mean, yeah. so, you know, you, you got to give them some break. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Jaguars have improved, at least with Ridley. Ridley definitely yeah, Ridley looks like, looks good. Yeah. He looks fantastic, and we didn't even see Christian Kirk. We didn't. In that game, and he's still around. He's still sitting there waiting to, you know, once you start doubling Ridley, it's it's Christian Kirk time. Do you put any stock in that Jacksonville may think of this narrative as well? Like, this is our chance to show that we're we're here. We're going to beat the Chiefs up yeah. at home. This is their game to prove that, Welcome to that the swamp. they can beat good teams. Yeah. That, that's what they want to do because the rest of the season, you know what the narrative's going to be. They're in the weakest division in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. So what? They're beating the Titans and the Texans and the Colts. This is their chance to be like, boom, we beat the Chiefs early. We got a chance. We can actually compete with these guys. Throw anybody at us. Chris Jones will be back. Travis Kelsey, I'm looking here, listed as limited on Wednesday. Okay. So may may play. Um so I mean the Chiefs getting closer to to what they are to what they are. Yeah. I mean they honestly should have beat the Lions even without them. Oh yeah, you know it took a fake punt and a yeah, and a, a couple, few couple drops, drops by Kadarius <laughs> <Yeah>. Tony. <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> uh, okay, Chiefs are favored by three and a half. What do you think? Honestly, I kind of see the Chiefs going zero two to start it off. Ooh. I think the Jags can pull pull it out. I think what what I'm most impressed by the Jags with is uh, their defensive line is starting to finally come together. And Chris Jones is coming back. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
uh, not Chiefs, uh, Jags. Jags, Jags okay. Jags, Jags defensive line is coming together. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. right. And Chiefs defensive line looked pretty damn good against the Lions. I and mean, Chris Jones is coming back. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't think this game's going to be as high scoring as people think it's going to be. Okay. I think the defenses actually kind of show up a bit okay. and put we each got, other in their places. Got some pass rush here. Yeah. And it's early in the season. Offense is taking off. I'm still going to take the Chiefs, though. Yeah. I, I think that a, a team with that much talent – this focused after going zero and one is just gonna blow them away. I think to me, it's without without Kelsey, and if Kelsey plays, it's probably not gonna be a hundred percent. But mm-hmm. without Kelsey, there's not really you could see Mahomes holding the ball much much longer. Mm-hmm. He already kind of holds the ball long. Now it's really long, and when he's throwing it, it wasn't decisive. It was just week one, but it just looked like without him there, he doesn't have that first option that that first yeah. read. When he's looking at the whole line and the defense, even but pre-snap, he doesn't have that Kelsey's right here kind of thing. I think Kelsey's going to play, and and I think that the other players are going to get a talking to him. And there's still Andy Reid there for crying out loud. They're going to yeah. shore it up. Yeah. So okay, I'm I'm taking Chiefs on this. I'm, I think I'm Duval County, baby. Duval. All right, Baltimore at Cincinnati. They are also a, a AFC playoff matchup that happened in January. The fumble in the jungle. Oh, it was a great game where Tyler Huntley. For some reason, two yards away from the goal line, decided yep. to try and be Walter Payton. I know, right? <laughs> and fumbled the ball. With everybody else running that little push QB sneak, they oh didn't run God. that. Yeah. But but these two teams both need this win. This is an this is a group of 0 and 1. Uh or I'm sorry. Well, Bengals are 0 and 1. Ravens are 1 and 0, but with some struggles. Yeah. So Burrow struggled. Lamar Jackson struggled. Bengals are favored by three and a half. This is in Cincinnati. Yeah. Their home opener. What do you think? I'm surprised that they were actually favored. Um, this one's a tough one to call. Division games mean a lot, and the Bengals just absolutely stunk the bed. Mm-hmm. But I heard Joe Burrow's practicing this week. Yeah. So I think that's going to help. I think he actually gets the ball to Higgins, who was completely non-existent. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase is electrifying. But the Ravens didn't show me enough. On offense. Yeah. I mean, like, they got a new offense. I mean, say Flowers looks okay. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he's there. But, like, with Dobbins going out. God, that's I, another I, Achilles injury that sucks. Yeah. I was like, I don't I don't really see the Ravens winning this game. I think the Bengals come back, and they, they, they can take this one. I don't All think right. it's not going to be a blowout, but okay. it's going to be a, a, a Joe Burrow kind of reasserts himself to the, mm. the top tier of Q, QBs here. I'm going to take the Bengals as well. And, and I'm going to take them to cover that three and a half. Yeah. I just... The Ravens looked shaky against the Texans. The J.K. Dobbins injury is a big deal. There are a bunch of other injuries. What is it about the Ravens? It's because they win all those preseason games. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing their people too long. <laughs> oh, and, and I same I guess same kind of logic. Like a, one of the perennial AFC powers, uh, like the Chiefs, the Bengals. They're they just. They're focused now. Yeah. On when they normally would be content to kind of set sail and kind of get this thing going momentum wise. Um, right now, they're not going to get to do that because they can't go zero and two. Though they went zero and two last year and went fine. So <laughs> yeah, I think they just they got a wake up call. They got their butts kicked by the Browns and they have to come out and, and, and prove it. And I'm not I'm not as worried about the Bengals' offense as everybody. People were saying it was missed. 
Like, oh, Joe Burrow can't throw in the mist. Like, it seemed like it was raining pretty hard. It was coming down. Like, the, the, I don't know what people yeah, are talking about. That wasn't mist. That wasn't mist. Yeah. I mean, what kind of, yeah, where are they living in the <laughs> freaking Amazon rainforest <laughs> where that's a mist? Yeah, yeah, they're down in hurricane season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most of the country is. Yeah. We're doing great up here in Seattle, though. Oh, yeah. Except for everything's on fire. That generally is a downer <laughs> we yeah. could we could use some of that rain yeah. give us some of that mist <laughs> all right last game for us miami at new england this is the big sunday night football day yeah. Tua tunga vailoa tyree kill to 466 yards last week which i pointed out is not even a record for the dolphins passing yards of all time even in week one, it's not a record. Seriously? That's because that's what happens when you join the franchise with Dan Marino. <laughs> Man, I thought for sure he broke a Marino well, record. Marino, wow. Marino had like a 490 in week one in 94. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> not even a week oh, one record. Two was like, Man, give me a break. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tyreek Hill, we've seen. This is like, this is classic Kirk logic. <laughs> Everyone's saying Tyreek Hill, superstar, unguardable, everything like that. But we have seen him once or twice a year explode yep. for 200 yard games and the next week go away. Yep. It happened in it happened last year. He had 190 yards or whatever in one of his games last year and then 33 yards the game after. Yeah. It happened the year before when he had 197 yards and then 14 yards. It happened in 2020 when he had 269 yards, three touchdowns. The next game 53 yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so he's bound for a bad game yeah. here. <laughs> it's got, and it's got to be pride by the defensive coordinators here too. Like Bill Belichick is he's absolutely out. not going to be the second guy to be roasted oh, yeah. by Tyreek Hill. And Bill Belichick is known for taking away your best option. Yeah. And he has like, done a good job on Tyreek. Yeah. Generally, some well, of those Chiefs I mean, Patriots games. I don't know what the hell the Chargers were doing. <laughs> what are you playing man to man on Tyreek Hill for? You gotta zone that. You gotta bracket him. You gotta mm. make him take short routes, hesitate, take more stops. You cannot let go him go one on one deep. Are you freaking crazy? I I and I think that they were saying Tua make these throws because Tua didn't really make any really great throws. No, but last week he did. Yeah, like he, he I, looked more accurate. This he year, did this year. Yeah. I've been a Tua hater, but that popped. For me. Yeah. See, and I think Belichick runs zone the entire game and we're gonna see a whole different Tua. Yeah. I I I'm okay, so they this is Dolphins are only favored by three. Because it's in yeah. New England. In New England, yeah. So they're on the road. Yeah, so and Mac Jones didn't look terrible. No, they, the offense looked okay. The ball. I mean, the fact that they were down 16 nothing in a blink of an eye and yeah. actually made it a game yeah. was, was pretty impressive. Ramondre Stevenson was supposedly sick as well, so he'll be okay. back into the fold a little bit. They don't have a lot of outside talent, New England. Like, just the, yeah. I wish they had a Tyree Kill or a Jalen Waddle. Yeah, like Kendrick Bourne is a sleeper to me. Yeah, like he's he's mm, okay. he's pretty good. He's a nice little Patriots route runner. Mm-hmm. He knows where he's supposed to be, and he got like eleven targets, two touchdowns last week. I mean, he's he's kind of becoming that number one guy in New England. Mac Jones is reliable guy. I would love if he was number two. I guess is my point. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's not a superstar, yeah. but that's why I was saying he's kind of like that Patriots dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he can be that kind of Julian Edelman type of guy. And Hunter Henry is great tight end. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think New England can win a shootout is my what no. I'm getting at there. So the question is, can Bill Belichick put the clamps down onto a, I think yes. I think yes. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to take the Patriots in this game. You're going to take them and take them to, to win. I think that the 
I don't know. I think the Dolphins will win it, but it's not going to be like 460 yards and Tyreek Hill going off. 450 yards. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be closer. It's going to be a little more low scoring. We're going to see a little more defense in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, you know, I just think it's going to be more of a back and forth field goal kind of game. Bill Belichick's going to slow the game down. Mm, He's got Stevenson and Elliott, you know, but yeah. And I think he does a lot of just deep zones, makes you work it underneath, makes you work the whole field all the way down. And I don't know if the Dolphins are patient enough to do that. Last year, they proved they weren't. Yeah. They're not patient enough to just, you know, take up chunks of six yards, kind of like the Eagles did today. They eventually learned what's quit going for the big shot was just pound the ball up the middle a million times. I can see Belichick doing that, and I'm not sure if the Dolphins will actually pull it off, but I'm still picking the Dolphins. Okay. I still think they get some big play. Waddle's going to get something going. God, isn't it amazing that one of the biggest defensive trends over the last three, four years is exploiting the lack of patience from some of these big quarterbacks? Yeah. That's incredible to me. What a what an interesting little thing because Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes both went through their growing pains where they, they wanted the touchdown. Yeah. And they actually struggled for that. Yeah. I think mm. the, the Tampa Bay Bucks showed that. That was the that Super Bowl with the Bucks and the yeah. Chiefs. And that was kind of like the national got the, the whole yeah. thing. Everybody, everybody got to watch that. Yeah. You would think everyone would have learned from Mr. Patience. I mean, what is Tom Brady's real superpower? Why did Tom yeah. Brady win seven Super Bowls? He had absolutely no problem the, checking it down for for the check down king. Years, the king. Years and years and years. Just he never felt like I have to be the one making a highlight play. Yeah, he's the reason we know names like James White and Rex Burkhead. <laughs> it's for those annoying, those annoying little guys, yeah. and just constantly Brady little check down, Brady little check down. Oh, oh man. man! So yeah. like Kevin Falk, James White. Rex Burkhead. I'm trying to think of some of the others. There's so many. Oh, they're just annoying little guys. Just annoying yeah. little backs out of the backfield who yeah. have like four touchdowns. In, yeah. You know, but they're just like they're doing nothing. Like yeah. they're getting three yards a catch, but they're just like it's just working for them. But yeah, yeah. well, I more mean, than, I think more than three yards catch. It was always yeah. like a good play, like six seven yards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it. Week two. Sorry for spoiling those three games for you, but there are yeah. plenty other games to watch. Yeah, there's plenty. There's a good week of football right here. Good week yeah. of football. Yeah. Enjoy. Settle down on your couch cushions, your TB12 yeah. couch cushions, and, and enjoy. Be prepared to overreact to some 0-2 teams. Hey-oh. Yep. All right. My name is Miles. I'm Kirk. Good night.